Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome into overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. Streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson here with you tonight. We're uh, we're here until Caps Hockey. Uh, Caps in Vancouver. Uh, that'll be coming up at uh, 9.45 with pregame Ben Raby, uh, who will be one of our guests tonight. Ben will join us around 8 to uh, talk about the Caps road trip and Obviously, this matchup with uh, their old friend, Bruce Boudreaux and the Canucks. So uh, that comes up around 8 o'clock. I'll talk some Wizards at 7.30 with Chase Hughes. Wizards got a win last night, headed to uh, Brooklyn to take on the Nets tomorrow night. And, of course, USA Soccer advances today. If you didn't see it, it was – well, like it always is. It's always, <laughs> It is very – uh, filled with anxiety and, you know, just holding on to the last minute. It's never easy, as they like to say. Never easy. So they do advance. They beat uh, Iran by the final of 1 0. So I'm going to get my soccer lingo correct. 1 0. And um, they get the Netherlands next, which I don't know if that's a good matchup. Probably not. Uh, Lou Holder will talk World Cup with us. Lou Holder, by the way, teammate of Alexi Lawless in college. And, of course, longtime D.C. sportscaster. Played at Rutgers. He's going to join us uh, at 9 o'clock. So lots to get to uh, between now and then, though. So there you go. Those, that's how it's loading up tonight. So uh, we will hit every a little bit of everything tonight here on Overtime. And we'll, we'll talk some football, too. Uh, the American kind, that is. With uh, the Commanders, they're 6 of 7. You know, not always the prettiest of things. But, again, 6 of 7. They were 1 in 4. They were quite awful. I think a lot of us, my hands raised, thought this season's going to go in the toilet. And, uh, you know, it wasn't really going anywhere. They are spinning their wheels after that Titans game, got that really weird win against the Bears. But really, at that point, still didn't feel real hot about how things were going, especially with Carson Wentz. You know, lo and behold, he's got a broken finger. Obviously, insert Taylor Heineke, you know, injection of uh, adrenaline to the team, and things have uh, picked up in terms of Ws. Now... Obviously, the last several weeks, the passing game, not so great. Not so great. Got to get that going a little bit better. Certainly, they've been extremely, extremely run heavy. There's nothing wrong with that. In this day and age, if you don't have, you know, Pat Mahomes, um, Joe Burrow, you know, Justin Herbert, you know, just to name a few of the the stars in hell now, throw two in there, right? Tua Tungabaloa, Josh Allen, obviously. You know, if you don't have one of those guys, you're probably going to have to be a little bit more run-oriented. You know, we've seen the Titans do this for many seasons now. Now, they have a freak in the backfield. I mean, they have a guy who is built 
you know, like um, you know, a cyborg. He's not. He's not a real. He's not even real in uh, Derrick Henry. But with the Commanders to play a little bit more physical, this is probably better for their offensive line that you know does not appear to be the best in terms of pass blocking. They're playing the way they need to play and complimentary football. A big buzzword as you hear all the time, and much you heard that last season as well. It's been working for them. They're, they're in a good spot, and they have everything they need in front of them in terms of schedule. They don't really have to look at the scoreboard. They don't have to be worried about what other teams are doing as long as they handle what they're doing with these next two games against the Giants, with the bye week in the middle, of course, and then follow that with a game against the 49ers out uh, in Santa Clara before the Christmas holiday on the 24th, and then you know coming back with the Browns and then the Cowboys. And who knows? I mean, the Cowboys game may or may not have any meaning at that point. I think the magic number is 10. I think it's 10 to get in. It will definitely get you in. You could get in with nine. You could get in at nine and eight, which is so goofy. I hate 17 games, but whatever. But, yeah, I, I think you could do that. But, you know, can the commanders, you know, I'm not going to say take command, but I wanted to for a second, uh, the rest of the way to handle that. You know, they're going to continue to have to be this time of possession team. I mean, this week they almost had a team that flipped the script on them. Certainly did for a while in that game, the Falcons. They took that opening drive down, but they had to settle for a field goal. But, I mean, they sucked up almost, you know, eight minutes of that first quarter. And then the commanders did something they hadn't done since week one, which was, you know, move the ball right down the field, score a touchdown, uh, which, you know, they have not done, again, for, you know, a, a long stretch in terms of opening drives. I mean, I was really advocating for them to burn those you know those those stupid uh charts that they love to use charting the first plays because they have not been working but you know keep that chart apparently because that one worked really well so we'll see if they can keep doing this but certainly there is some reason for concern i mean i i'm not blind like the rest of you i saw you know the quarterback taylor heineke you know throw the ball four people four falcons there and got picked also got away with the very strange um, kind of I, – I, I don't know what I want to call it. Like that kind of flick pass that when he's under pressure. And it's great that he's been wonderful at avoiding sacks. And that's the thing Carson Wentz could not do. Carson Wentz would run into sacks all the time. It drove me freaking crazy. But they didn't do that. You know, they did not do that. He did not do that, has not done that. He's been terrific at it. But that was a little too dangerous uh, this past weekend. But he's gotten away with some stuff, no doubt. But he gets in these – Hot streaks. Like he came out looking really good on that first drive. Like he was throwing the ball around. Then he gets into these ruts where, you know, he makes bad decisions or he or he can't hit hit anybody uh, that's open. And they've got to figure out a way to keep him in rhythm, but also obviously stay with the strength. I mean, I'm not advocating they just suddenly start throwing the ball around the yard anymore. I mean, this was a team you probably could have been and should have been able to throw on, much like the Vikings, which they could, who they didn't throw on. So that that's where the concern is. Like the Vikings. And obviously, this past game against the against the Falcons are not good secondaries. I mean, they're, they're secondaries that have been toasted all year by a lot of quarterbacks, not even necessarily great quarterbacks. Um, but the Commanders over these um, you know these last few weeks have been able to do that. T- Texans, same deal. Uh, but that game, you know, was clean. They kind of took the ball air out of the ball because they were in control, and the Texans, with the way they play, weren't gonna, weren't any danger to actually beat you. So I kind of understood it. But this week. You know, it was it was a little concerning, and and the field conditions were not bad, despite the rain. Kudos to the you know the FedEx uh, grounds crew. That sounds funny because FedEx ground and air, but no, the FedEx grounds crew at the stadium. That that field was in great shape. It's immaculate. It's amazing. That's the same place of that, you know, t- you know, ten years ago when it was uh, you know being questioned by everybody in the league when it was a sand pit. 
place is uh, much better. Field holds up great in that regard. It's other parts of the stadium that obviously need the facelift right now, but the field itself was amazing with all the rain they, they uh, took in on Sunday. So that part of it was good. So it was actually, you know, it was a day you could throw the football around. That wasn't the reason, you know, Taylor Heineke struggled to throw the ball. It's just he's struggling to throw the ball. And there's limitations there. We all understand that, you know. But he is the hot hand, and I'm not advocating for Carson Wentz anytime soon. But there may become a time where they're going to have to think of that long and hard if they drop some games, clearly. But he can end that conversation, but just keep winning. And, you know, there's always this wonder if, you know, they played more like – Quite frankly, the Colts did in stretches last year to get back in the season. The Colts had games where Carson Wentz didn't even throw for 100 yards and they won. I mean, they weren't even trying to throw the football. And they won football games. They had some of their best games, the Colts, last year when, when they de-emphasized a guy who they brought in to be quarterback. Now, that's, you know, in terms of, obviously, your salary cap space, it doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. But, hell, you're already stuck on the hook for that this year, so you're going to do whatever you can to win this season um, to get to the finish line here if you're the commander. So I heard uh, a little bit of um, – Rick Snyder earlier with the fellows and I on uh, Grant and Danny. I agree. I mean, you just do whatever you have to do. You figure it all out in the offseason. I think we know this. Carson Wentz isn't going to be back on the same contract. Uh, Taylor Kynick is a free agent. The only thing we really know is that Sam Howell will be here and what form is remains to be seen. Is it going to be a quarterback competition with somebody? Is he just going to be kind of seen as, nah, you know, we're going to wait and see on him. What What is it going to be? But certainly this will be a position once again in the offseason that they'll deal with. But for the here and now, yeah, I think you ride number four. You you know, and you hope he can play better, uh, play smarter, and you can keep playing really good defense and great special teams. It's it's a tough way to – I mean, look, you, you, a lot of things have got to go right. You can't get down by a couple scores. Good news is you're not playing world-beater offenses over these next few weeks. And even the Niners, as wonderful and all the flowers everybody gives them, they're not a world-beater offense. Uh, but, you know, they're certainly a really good all-around team. Certainly a really good all-around team. All right, we'll get into uh, more on some commander stuff coming up. Again, the Giants this week. Get to some phone calls, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. Chase Hughes at 730. We'll talk Wizards with him. There was a Rui Hachimori update today. Kristaps Porzingis looked like the unicorn last night of old. That was good to see, but... You know, what to make of these Wizards. A quarter of the season in, what to make of them. We'll get Chase's take on that. He sees them each and every night, and uh, I believe he's up headed to New York uh, for the game tomorrow night. So we'll get to all that coming up, but we'll uh, talk commanders with you on the phone lines. What is your confidence level right now in this team being able to continue on this path with this formula, or do you think at some point over these next few weeks they're going to have to make a difficult decision when it comes to the quarterback position? Or do you think they'll be able to ride it out with Taylor Heineken? We'll get your thoughts on that coming up next. It's uh, Overtime. Scott Jackson here with you. 1067 The Fan, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 1067 The Fan. You can hit us also streaming live on the free Odyssey app at all times as well. We'll talk some Wizards at 730 with Chase Shoes. Caps with Ben Raby at 8 and World Cup at 9 with a friend Lou Holder. All right, so the Commanders of 1-6-7. Uh, certainly a lot of this coincided with Taylor Heineke playing quarterback. Uh, according to NFL Research this week, the Commanders have won time of possession in all six of Taylor Heineke's starts, which is the longest active streak in the NFL. Um, also worth noting... Um, during this run and uh, with with Heineke under center. You know, the commanders, um, since he's taken over, they are um, 
second in the NFL in carries per game, rushing attempts, 37 per game. Um, again, 5-1 and one is the starter, 138 passing yards this week. It's the eighth time in the last 10 games they have had fewer than 200 passing yards in a game. It was second-fewest passing yards they've had in a game uh, this season, 86 with the lowest against the Bears. Of course, Carson Wentz you know, played in that game, broke his finger probably, I think, in the second quarter, if I remember correctly. Anyway, and for the second straight week last week, they did not allow a sack. And this is the thing that, to me, is infuriating as some of the things Carson Wentz did. Uh, what was the big, biggest killer for him when he was playing quarterback was taking the sacks. Put him behind the chains. They were you know, bad on third downs. By the way, they have not been great on third downs overall recently. And then that wonderful week against the Eagles where they were 12-21, of course, they were you know they were on the field forever. They had all those plays, uh, but they went gone eight and twenty-five on third downs over the past two weeks, which is really bad. And overall in the season, they're twenty-seventh in converting on third downs. So one of the nice things they've done is you know the old Peyton Manning saying is you don't have to go to third down, and they haven't been. You know they, like they go to first to second or second to first, you know what have you, or first to first a couple times this past week, and that's wonderful as well. Um, the red zone's not so hot either. I mean, just 20% on the season, uh, 53% TDs. Yeah, the NFL's big on TD rate. You know, like in college, you'll see them. They just say scoring rate or what have you in the red zone. But in the NFL, it's really about touchdown rate. They're a little bit better this past weekend. Two of their three trips ended in touchdowns. But overall, not so super. So all this is to just wonder if, you know, again, you could just replicate this formula with Wentz. Um, and then, you know, maybe get some more big pass plays out of it. That whole idea. And obviously, look, he's the guy he invested in the offseason. I, I don't think they took Jahan Dotson, um, you know, in the first round. They didn't lock up Terry. You know, they didn't get Curtis Samuel last offseason in the hopes of, you know, running the ball 40 times a game. You know, I, I don't. I really don't think they, they thought that way. I mean, they've completely changed whatever mindset they had about this team, what it was going to be um, coming into the season. And certainly give them credit for that because you had to do that. You had to, um, you know, you had to adjust. I mean, you, you had to adjust to what you had on the field and what was going to work. I still think there is room for – like there's somewhere in between, right? Like you don't have to be dropping back 35 to 40 times a game, but there's got to be a nice in-between somewhere uh, that can get you some more big plays. You know, they, they had big plays early in the year. They don't have those right now. It's not easy, you know, driving the ball 10, you know, play, 12-play drives, those kind of things, and finishing off a touchdown. It's not easy. But you know, they've been able to do it in some games. They've been able to score enough and, again, limit the opportunities of the opponent. They have done a good job not putting the defense in horrific spots. You think back to that first week of the season against Jacksonville. I mean, two of the Jags' TDs, I mean, they were given short, short fields off of uh, Wentz turnovers. They've at least done that. I mean, at least Heineke's you know, pick was, you know, you hate to say it, he gave it points because it could have potentially just got a field goal opportunity to slide. But at least it wasn't like in their own territory and ended up being a no-harm, no-foul situation in the end because Koo couldn't make the field goal. But, you know, certainly not the way you want to live. I mean, I, I think everybody understands that moving forward. Forward. But, you know, I think it's been interesting to, you know, again, Ron Rivera, he's, you know, everybody made such a huge deal a few weeks ago. But, ah, he's, he said, Taylor Heineck is a quarterback. He didn't really say that. He just said he is right now. I mean, he didn't, he didn't make any proclamations for the season. He said he didn't want to look over his shoulder week to week. But it is, it is still week to week. And I, I, don't, I don't think he can make a change or should make a change. But I do think you got to be – you got to be realistic with yourself that there may be a moment – you know, whether it's in-game somewhere, a game you need, or uh, after a, you know, a, a game that you didn't get that you might have to think long and hard about it 
and you know go to the guy that initially you thought was your answer going into the offseason? I don't think he is, but hey, while he's here, you got to use all possible things. It's all hands on deck at this point if you want to, you know, get into the postseason. And the NFC is not scary. It is not scary. It's not the AFC. It's not some big bad group of, of teams. Uh, it's a very matchup dependent thing on what could happen. Um, you know, I, I still think the teams that have the better play with quarterback have the better chance, but it doesn't mean you couldn't be a real pain in the ass in the postseason playing big defense and controlling the football. Because I think we've seen teams do that. The 49ers have done that very well. They didn't have great quarterback play last year in the playoffs, and yet they went pretty dang far. Now, their guy did have a serious injury, too, that he's playing through, keeping that in the mind as well. All right, let's get to some calls coming up on the other side. 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. If you're on the line, hang in there. We'll get to some of these calls on the other side. Um, as far as the commanders are concerned, what would it take for you to want to see a Carson Wentz appearance again on the field? I, I'm I'm several weeks away. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not advocating for this, but I do understand why the conversation's coming up and why the concern is there about the way this offense is playing right now, whether it can keep doing it. So we'll get to that coming up. It is overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 1067 The Fan. Streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.